This month's Stasis High podcast is sponsored by Boulevard Branding Company. Boulevard Branding Company is a branding company that specializes in launching startup companies and rebranding existing businesses. Your company will be digital and visually amazing. If you're looking for a rebrand, you're looking to bring some life to your company, please hit up Boulevard Branding Company on Instagram at BLVD underscore brand co on Facebook at BLVD Branding Co or visit their website at www.blvdbrand.com. Stakes is High Podcast. Peace. When I first heard Stakes is High, I was in. Damn, where was I? Yeah. Stakes is high. high. You know them stakes is high. high. We talking about them. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Stakes is High podcast, a real podcast having real conversation with real people. And I am Jones. What up, TC? What's good? What's happening, my brother? I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. How about yourself? Blessed. Blessed good. more than I should be. Amen. 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 Gonna take them to church. <laughs> take them to church. <laughs> Yeah, man, how's your, uh, man, I don't even know what to say today is because we uh, drop on Wednesday and I know, we do last it. week yeah. was, uh, <laughs> we, we do it a little early. We, we, yeah, we, we, we ahead of y'all right now, but yeah, you know, but, we'll, but it's yeah, all good. Y'all here next week, but yeah, yeah we a little ahead, ahead of schedule. But anyway, but, man, your week. Yeah, week, weekend, you know, holiday weekend, this past Memorial weekend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was good, man. It was hot. It was hot. Yeah. Indy been hot. Indy mm. been getting some really hot weather. Uh, compared to like everywhere else in the Midwest, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like it's been good. Like Man, you, uh, know, you know, we talk about weather. Every I swear episode. we do. I swear <laughs> we do. I think I. You know what I think it is? I think we were gassed to get past winter and get some yeah. warm weather, and so like it was. It started off as like I'm tired of winter. Winter. When's the yeah. warm weather coming? Then it moved to like damn, it's still winter and we getting more more snow. You coming. know what it is, man. I ain't gonna lie. What? Bro, we getting old. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why I know I'm getting old. It's not because of my physical. I, I still can go in the gym. I still get on the treadmill. I still got my cardio. I still rumble with the big boys. Bro, I, <laughs> I watch the news and hope for rain because my grass seeds need rain. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. you, you on your own with that shit. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, but, but I'm like, I'm like, man, it ain't rain. I'm looking like, bro, man. I'm like watching my grass seeds grow, bro. Like that's. I'm like, damn, am I getting old? How's that? How's that been growing in? Good. It's terrible, man. <laughs> we skipped the season, man. We skipped spring. The, the stuff that you, I know we did. It just went straight to 80, <laughs> 90, dog. We ain't really getting no 65, nah, 70, none of that. We ain't getting no spring That's clothes. That's it. Went from 40 to 89. Went from, went from 40 to <laughs> shorts, <laughs> tank tops. Hey, it was hot as hell for Memorial Day. <laughs> man, we ain't getting no spring, man. So my grassies out there looking like the project, the project grass, bro. It's bad. Man. Damn, it's bad, man. Hey, so, holler at Mark, Mark Moore. He did something. He had to do that. And uh, he showed me a picture, dog. And like, it the, don't matter if you ain't getting week. rain. It don't matter. Oh, well, he showed me and she was, <laughs> she was jumping. I was like, damn, for real? So it's not my whole grass. My, my, the, that, that, all my, yeah. that patch. You see yeah, that? that patch. Yeah, the, yeah. Right by the, yep. <laughs> it's out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Even the stuff that grew up went away? No, nah, it's still there, oh, but it's okay. just patchy. It looked like the project. Look, you know how the project, uh, when you go to projects, the grass and the projects, yeah, yeah. all patchy. That's how my stuff looks. Yo, and then that. I got a new basketball goal yeah. for, for Tice, but man, my stuff out here looking like. Like, you got that Homer Simpson scout. Yeah, looking bad, man. 
man. My stuff looking like I'm sitting there like it's raining. Yes, you know what I mean. But yeah, what anyway. you do for the holiday, man? Man, we talked about that. This is another what we discussed that. What what you did for the holiday? Did I miss that? Remember last week? Remember we we had week ahead? Remember we recorded early? But anyway, remember I worked. <laughs> you sleep. Damn, we talked about did we talked about five hundred and all that shit already? Yeah, you sleep. <laughs> you lying? I swear to God. <laughs> All right, anyway, oh welcome back God. to the stakes is high. And, uh, yeah, we talked about it. Remember, you went to the 500. That's right. Chip. Hey, matter of fact, yeah, shout out to shout Chip. Shout out to Chip. That's right. That was the same. That was that Monday. We recorded earlier. Yeah, yeah. Out, yo. Shout Damn. out to Chip, man. Thank you, Chip. Uh, man, we're going to be watching out for Arsenal Tech, man. You, you know, pay attention out there, man. Hopefully, he does some big things. You know, not only academically, sports. Um, man, he's he's motivated, and he seems like you know he's the right person for the oh to put God. in that job. You know what I mean? So, childhood yeah, friend know. of mine, man, and I trust in him. And I think you know, let's pay attention to Arsenal Tech this year, man. We're gonna put the pressure on him to make sure he do good things out there, and I I believe he will. So, That's if you right. haven't listened to that episode, TC, where can they find us? At Stakes High Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, please shoot us an email at stakesishighpod at gmail.com. So if if you're out there questioning if you're getting old or not, if you watch the news and you pay attention to the weather, that's a sign. You're getting old. Man, what about if you check weather.com? Does that mean you old too? You get old. You even older. Uh-huh. <laughs> I take that joint religiously. Nah, people dog. who watch the news is older. Like, like not even grandma. A, like not even the app. I go to the website, www. You remember your mom used to know the weather like for next Friday? Straight up. That's us now. Because they felt it in their bones. <laughs> <laughs> My knee. <laughs> My knee is good. Straight up. <laughs> no, nah, but they used to know the weather for like a week shit. out. Like you could wear shorts next Friday. Like, damn, right. how you know I can wear shorts? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> supposed right, to be right. <laughs> That's us. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah, man. Lay so, our clothes out for the weeks. We're like, nah, you got to put that back. Yeah, it's going to be like, warm. What? what? Like, I just want to wear this new outfit. Yeah, it's going to be hot outside. Oh, That's anyway. funny, man. That's us, man. So anyway, uh, TC, we got a guest this week. We do, man. Yeah. We do. We got the homies. We got the BSU homies. Chirp, chirp. Chirp, chirp. We got the homie Ash in the building. Ashley, what's up? What's up? What's going on? Tell them a little bit about yourself. This is my first Where time meeting from? Ash. What do you call her? Um, you said what? I said this is my first time meeting Ashley. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Nice so to meet you. Very we, nice to meet you. We were, yeah. we were all at, well, uh, we were at Ball State at a different season. Yeah. Uh, yeah you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. I was there when Ball State was real. Y'all oh, came. It was still real. It was real. Nah, man. Y'all weren't having parties on Friday and Saturday. We was having parties Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Oh no, it's, dude, the the party started Thursday, Thursday, guaranteed. But y'all didn't have parties at the student center. No, not on See, Thursday. That's nah. when it was. No, we had Thursday, Thursday at who, the student center. No, 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 oh, no, no. Okay. We had Thursday, Thursday, whoever week it was. Okay, yeah, we did that. Friday party would be jumping at the student center. Okay. And Saturday party would jump in at the student nah, center. Nah, so okay, so I, y'all had parties off campus. So our time, we never had a do. Our that. time, it was it would like early my time. It would be uh, Thursday, Thursday, Friday. It would be like a house party, and no. then Saturday would be the student center party. It would be like that. That's how our joint would go. Nah, our joint. So was, you only had one like a big party. 
no, which would be the two. student center, the student center joint, or if it had to be off campus, then <clears> off campus. But we would always have one big joint, and yeah. then like one house party, and then like the Thursday, Thursday, kick it, chill, you nah, know, meet had, us here, yeah. or whatever. We had Friday and Saturday, and then pop, Sunday man. we go to church. Yeah, shout out, to, <laughs> shout out the union. They used to feed us. They used to feed us. You be you, you go in the basement, man. Dog. You kick yeah. it until three in the morning, but you made sure you got up to go to Straight church up. on Sunday to get fed, right? And Look. take some home. I, I, see, <laughs> got that to go. Y'all some heathens. Y'all only went for the food, but it's nah. all right. You still was in God's house. You yeah, God's we was there. We was there. Hey, man, kids, what up, Ashley? Kids, <laughs> yeah. They gotta get on somewhere, man. I don't know what to tell you. Ooh, they coming in here. They trying to, but they don't uh, want shit. Snuggy. Right, 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 yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But going back, Ashley. Sorry about that. We went into That's a okay. whole, whole little uh, <laughs> situation. So, um, Ashley, tell us about yourself. Come on, Ashley. Well, <laughs> Ashley, waving at the kids. I right, know, right. like, no, go home. <laughs> yeah, right. Um. All right. So, about me, uh, I guess the first thing is always community. If mm-hmm. anyone knows me or politics. But there's more to me than that. Like, um, I would really say I love just, like, being out, exploring the city, just uh, trying to figure out, like, new ways of, like, having fun in Indy. Um, I am a sports fan. Uh, I just, I love a lot of it. So you love the Pacers? Social movement, yeah, Pacers. I made a post today. Oh, you did? Tell me if you agree with this. Mm -hmm. I said that... We need to, I put a whole bunch, some other stuff, but anyway, we're just going to go straight to the Pacers. We need to figure out how to ki- keep Victor Oladipo. Yes. And grab Kawhi Leonard from the Spurs. You, yes. That, you think that's going to happen? Woo-hoo. That would hey. be, that would be good. Oh, we need that good. so bad, man. If we do that, we're contenders. Oh, yeah. Easy. That'd be crazy. That would be crazy. I go to more games. <laughs> yeah, We'd be sold out. We would you you be have to pay that t- you had to pay the ticket price on that dog. Yeah. yeah. That, that would be that would that's be crazy. Next level. Because he's he, he we gotta make some we got if we make that move, shout out to Jared, man. We was talking on Facebook, but if we can get that done, that's Is he for sure gone? He done? Who? With with, with uh, Spurs. Nah, oh, we would have to make a trade. Made. Okay. But he I think he wants to get out of I think he wants to get out of there. So mm. that'd be big for some sorry. Yeah. Okay. Sports fan, I just wanted to get your opinion on that. As long as it's not the LeBron J.R. Smith partnership. Uh, I'm just playing. We ain't going to talk. What's this? What's today? Friday. No, game two so would already happen. Game two would be to happen. Game hey, two Sunday. So we Y'all going to hear this, but game one, J.R. J.R. He, 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 yeah, he fucked up. See, J.R. took the pressure off George Hill. He did. George Hill jacked the free throw. True. George Hill's mistake yeah. was like, whew, I'm glad you did that because yeah. I, I had the pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he missed if the free throw. If, if, if like, if like Jr. got it and then tried to go back up with it and got uh, fat, uh, and, yeah, and missed and it layup, missed yeah. and then game over, then we would be talking about. We would be talking about Jr. <laughs> right, <yeah>. right. <laughs> well, since he goofed up and did that shit, <laughs> like, <thank you. laughs> now he's a meme everywhere. Yeah, he Jack, got, uh, George Hill, like, whew, yeah, oh, he he slid right up tonight. under that shit. That shit hilarious. Yeah. Like I said, uh, I was looking for Kyrie. He's seen it on the uh, memes. Yeah. He's like, Kyrie in Boston. He's like, on God. <laughs> but, man, he said that he thought LeBron was going to call a timeout. Bro, you can call a timeout. Yeah. If that's your excuse, that's a lame excuse. Yeah. LeBron's face didn't say that. No, nah, LeBron, LeBron was like, because like, the time was up when LeBron was pointing at him. Yeah, he, he that, was pointing the pass to them because uh, uh, George was over there waiting. 
George was open because because how Jr. took off. Yeah. The uh, Oakland, right? war- Warriors went after him because mm-hmm. they thought he was going to just like double run team. out, get us. Yeah, they double teamed him, and George was open. And so Brown pointing at George mm-hmm. like, Nick, go, he's open. You know what I'm saying? He looking at. No, the Brown's point was after the after he passed the George. He was like, like, <laughs> like it, it was too late after that. Game two, over. he needs to stay in timeout since he thought they were going to call a timeout. I agree. You yeah. know what though? Hey man, dang, game he, I know he, game two is going to already so, happen on Sunday. Yeah, I know. Dang. Uh, uh, Who you got? Well, let's let's do predictions. Who y'all got for game two? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna go Warriors because I'm, I'm I'm rooting for Warriors. Damn, I'm gonna man, say we Warriors may be again. Wednesday because game is Sunday. Sunday. So you think you think game? Nah, game three. It ain't it'll gonna, be back. It'll be back in Cleveland on when though Thursday. It ain't gonna, nah, they ain't gonna have that big of a gap, are they? From Sunday to Thursday? Or yeah. No, no, no. It might be Wednesday. So when we drop, this might be like yeah. the night of game three. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But, but what y'all got game two? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Warriors. Damn! I think the Cavs are too emotional right now. They needed that win. So they did. Bad. I think they, they too emotional. That. Brian, Matt, uh, you know that rest of them like feeling defeated, confused. Tristan got ejected. Game three is yeah. Wednesday. Game three Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna drop. When we this, drop, this drops Wednesday to be game three. So yeah. game two have already happened. Going, so you said Warriors, TC? Yeah, I'm gonna say Warriors. Ashley? I'm gonna say Warriors game two. I hope they sweep them motherfuckers, man. Just Damn. because of egos, I'm, I'm going Cavaliers. Mm. You going Cavs? You think, yeah. think Bron? Bron's Bron, going. How many 50 point games he got in him? Though? A lot. He had to do it every day. I mean, he going to have to, yeah, bro. He's definitely going to have to. I was looking at the stats. It was like Warriors was like 29, 28, 25, yeah, yeah, 15. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was like, oh, it was like 50, 50 12. 12. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm like dog. Like you know, they whole squad yeah, working, and you got yeah. Brun. Like if he has an off game, it's Ov. Uh, yeah, absolutely, it's, OV. it's, it's done. It's Ov. Um, man, I you know I said I said that the Cavs will get one game, and it'll probably be there at home. So I'm gonna go with Warriors game two. Yeah, game two is in Oracle. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. but. Anything can happen. If LeBron can get yeah, his can. receding hairline back, he can man. have a comeback yeah, on the court. Yeah, throwing shots. Look at him. Here I she goes. <laughs> Gotta give him a little love. Should he let it go? I need to know what he did because it's in case when mine go. I ain't trying to be ball gang. You gotta do what I do, bro. You I ain't going come, ball gang. Come on home, bro. Cut it off. Go ball gang. Bro, you can't try to make it last. I'm, I, Brian did. Gonna be, no, Brian I'm did. trying no, to picture this baldness it's now. It's decent. Nah, ball ain't going to work on me. Cause. Y'all didn't have to cut your hair off hell week. Yeah. How'd you look? I, I didn't like that shit, though. <laughs> That's the lowest my hair's ever been. You was bald, though? Uh, close, like, close, like, low, like, below a whole fade, like a Kobe fade. Like a, like a guard one? <laughs> Kobe, yeah, no, like no guard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you was low. So, you know, it was low, <laughs> super low. Like, what's the point of aligning low? Oh, uh, you was yeah, okay. Yeah. It was low. Yeah. We got to find a picture of that. Uh, I got one. I think I posted it, like, on... Like on IG, like a okay. long time, like a TBT. I remember somebody was like, man, don't post that. I was like, man, fuck that shit. Yeah, it was, mine, it was yeah, it was, yeah. All right, let's get it. <laughs> All right, let's 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 get this episode started. I know, right? We just, <laughs> we just <laughs> wrap it. We got into it, right? It's all good, man. People, you know, um, I think this is big time for sports. We talked about sports last week, but it's a good time, man. It's, it's playoff time, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we got let's let's get to this idiot of the week. You got we got idiot TC. You got it right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let's get into this idiot of the week. I'm an idiot.
All right. So, TC, what you got for us, brother? All right. Today, for the idiot, we're going to go with uh, Roseanne. We're going to go with Roseanne, man. We're going with Roseanne. Y'all going to hear this. Uh, I wonder if something else will come up about her um, from this um, by the time this airs, but... Um, I don't know. We'll see. But I yeah, was nervous so, when you spoke uh, on this because I wondered if it'd be old news. But I think it's most definitely a conversation. That I don't know get. because she's still trying to like make, like plead her case. And it's not only her; it's social media people, yeah, people behind her. So, uh, for those that don't know, um, damn it, where I, I'm trying to pull up the um, the original tweet, the original tweet. Um, Boy, if you're a public figure and you try to be racist in this world, it's man, it's just in trouble. It's it's yeah, it's bad. So anyway, Roseanne Barr. Everybody watched Roseanne or what's her last name now? Arnold Barr. Barr. Is it still Barr? Arnold. I think it was. She kept it. It was Barr. Then she got married to Tom Arnold. She kept Arnold. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) Whatever. She was at the bar when she made her comments, not uh, taking some Ambien. Man. (laughs) So um, yeah, Roseanne. Mm. We all we've all watched the show. Well, I don't know if we all have. I know I did. Uh, Back in the day, eighties, nineties, Roseanne show. Uh, great sitcom, you know, about a white suburban family, um, where they at, Chicago. And um, not too long ago, they did a reboot of the show, ABC did. Mm-hmm. They brought it back. I mean, it's been off the air for is it decades. Uh, yeah, probably about 20 years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like mm-hmm. mid-90s when, mm-hmm. they, when, mid-90s they, when they left, probably. when they left, when it went off air. Um, so it's been off the show. Um, for quite a while, I mean, off the air for quite a while, brought it back. Um, but recently, uh, in the midst of you know the return of the show, which was very successful, I hear I haven't seen that a single episode Only of the of new Trump one yet. Dance. <laughs> is that why? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I have. What'd you say? What'd you say? She said it's Trump only fans. been successful because of Trump fans. I don't know. I feel like she, more than. I mean, bec- I don't know. True, I just haven't watched it. The no, old Roseanne I, I watched. I agree, I agree with Ashley. That it's only on successful the campaign plan, or mm. on the campaign trails. And when they, when the first episode, the pilot episode, mm. they made it very. Uh, it was almost like a political stance of saying like, hey. The, the this family is a Trump family. Yep. So yeah, I agree with actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> the show had a, a great comeback, you know, successful for the show, successful with ABC, et cetera, et cetera. Well, um Roseanne had a Twitter rant. She was going off just, you know, spouting off on Twitter, like a lot of people love to do, including our president. Um but she made some comments and I'm still struggling trying to find that damn original tweet. I'm trying to find the original tweet. Actually, she it. called her. Oh, the, you got it up? She called her the spawn of the quote unquote Muslim Brotherhood in Planet of the Apes. Yeah, she said the, if, she said the Muslim bro- Brotherhood and the Planet of the Apes had a baby. They had her initials. Had a baby. Be equals equals VJ. 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 Yeah, man. Which was, what was her position with, the, with Obama? She was, um, the, she was um, the. What's course, her name, though? Um, uh, Valerie uh, Valerie Gary. Yeah So she, What was her position? Obama advisor Like key yes. advisor Right And yeah. She said this Made this comment I mean obviously If you commented about a black person And then 
uh, equating a black person to an ape or a monkey, you were already lost. You know, we saw what happened with H and M with the coolest monkey in the jungle. Like that's just a no no. You should know this. Like don't don't call black people monkey. You know what I mean? And so you saying ape monkey? At some point of this, I'm gonna try to play devil's advocate. I'm gonna find. All right, we, we we okay. We gonna do that's that. Fine. We gonna do that. We gonna do okay. that. I'm just. I'm just saying you gotta have some sense in it, and and uh, it's just a no-no, dog. You know, and I think she made a horrible mistake at the height of this return and the hype about the return, and you know the show doing well. She employed obviously a lot of co-stars that haven't done shit since the Roseanne show originally aired. Um, bringing them back onto the show, like you know, I mean, they looking for this check. They like, oh, we good, we straight, we back, <laughs> we back. You know, they, they was probably you know they hype, and then she went off doing that, and you know, in the eighties, you know, nineties, it wasn't no social media like that. It wasn't no Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, none of that. So, Twitter, they got a hold of her little rant and her little comment, ran with it, got back to ABC. You gotta go. Boom, canceled around the spot. And thank you, sister girl at ABC. All right, the CEO, black. CEO. Black, black woman. Yep, and like, you know Shonda on that speed dial, like, man. hey, you I saying, need you to get you, her talk, off. you talking about, <laughs> you know, you saying, uh, you know, come on, bro, come on. You call black people monkey ape and Muslim joints. Yeah, yeah. Come on, dog. And the, and the CEO of the company that, that, that owns your shows is black? Okay. You thought, you, you thought it was going right? Come on. That's um, an idiot. That was dumb. That was stupid. Sorry. So, so that's why you gave her idiot. Yeah, that was okay. stupid. Okay, so we keep talking about it. So, um, Roseanne, she she delivered a, an apology, right, through Twitter? Um, a half-ass apology. Do you have... Excuse we, me. <laughs> but, yeah. No, you can cuss. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but, so, like, when people know me, they're like, did she cuss? Oh, okay. You did that for, <laughs> so that you did that for the people. Who don't for myself. They, uh, yeah. I got you. I got you. Ass is all right. Ass it's all right. All right, all right. Do we have that? Do we have that tweet of her apology? Let's see. Um, I think I may. Did you pull it up? Um, it says. Hold on. I had it. Yeah, I did too. It disappeared. Uh, sorry, everybody listening. We are looking for the tweet. All right. I think I may have it here. All right. You find it? Mm. Yeah, I will. What are we looking for? Her tweet. Roseanne's actual tweet? Her apology tweet. Oh. See, this is what I get flipping. Yeah, that's what I did. So I edit this out. All right, so here's her apology. Um,. Um, I apologize. I am now leaving Twitter. That was the first one on May 29th of 2018. Uh, May 20, she had tweeted again that same day. I apologized to Valerie. Um, how you say her name, Ashley? I'm sorry. Garrett's. Garrett's, mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry, with a J. It's okay. Right. That's that public school education. Mm. Okay. No, nah, <laughs> 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 All right, I apologize to VJ and to all the Americans. I am truly sorry for making a bad joke about the po- about her politics and her looks. I should have known better. Forgive me, my jokes was in bad taste. Roseanne Barr. Um, I think that was a, that's about it for her, her uh, apology. 
Um, one of the reasons I had an issue with it, you know, thank you, Roseanne, for your apology, your half-ass, weak-ass apology, whoever <laughs> your your PR person told you to release. Um, first of all, fuck you and your harmonica theme song. Right, you you your your apology. <laughs> you stupid. That laugh at the end of though. Yeah, like, but you're apologi- you're apologi- you're apologizing to Valerie. What about to Obama? First of all, he's not Muslim. Mm-hmm. And he's told you he was a Muslim over and over and over through you guys' search and search for him to be Muslim and part of some kind of, you know, what what about that? Because, you know, she was talking about Obama when she said the quote unquote, the Muslim having a baby, da, 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 whatever. You didn't apologize there. So, OK. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't you can't. My thing is, I think a lot of times the people who if you're if you're a straight comedian, mm-hmm. And you've done it on stage and is in a comedic form. I get that. But now you have a little bit, you have some more responsibilities behind it. Absolutely. Because, uh, you know, you represent like most independent comedians go on stage and they kill it. And, you know, I think that's I think that's in that atmosphere. It would have been accepted. But when you're going on Twitter and now you try to hide behind the comedic form, it's like, nah, bro. You know, if you was on stand up and she said that. I don't think people would be like, they would just be like, oh, yeah. bad joke, but okay. And some people may have laughed, but now that you're doing it on this Twitter, you're representing more than just your comedic self. You're now on ABC mm-hmm. to where people can be like, nah, we don't mess with that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, And then when other people try to do the comparison of saying like. You're tied to a network. Yeah, you're tied. And you, whatever you do represents that network. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I heard people say, well, say something to the viewer, say something to Bill Maher. Bill Maher's on HBO. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you got a little bit more freedom. That's a little bit more freedom. You know what I'm saying? And like mm-hmm. talking about family television versus late night television. Exactly. Now, would, you, would y'all be cool if she said it on stage? I, would, I mean, as far as do you think she should be. It would have been the same reaction if she would have been on stage on her stand up, like on Netflix. No, it wouldn't. No. That's what I'm saying. Anything that anything no. that's said on social media that's a paper trail, I feel like yeah. is gonna be hiding. Because a lot of comedians say you can hide on stage. A lot of comedians <laughs> say offensive shit, and it's like you hear the crowd go, "Oh." oh. Like are you like the comedian like oh whatever it's a joke. It's a joke. If you can't take you it, know, get know. over it. Da, da, da. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They could do that, but. Nah, you 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 represent ABC, and then you know a lot of people when they when they go on tour, uh, comedians on road doing doing their stand up, they show they're not tied to a network. Exactly. That's them. It's that's my the, independent work. Now. That's me. You know that's my saying? shit. Yeah. That's that's like hundred percent freedom of speech, pretty much. If you don't yeah, like what I say, yeah. then you don't like you know. If, if if Kevin Hart you know say something and you don't like it, that's like on on the stage, it's like I right, I don't like. Uh, what's the shit? Heart Productions or whatever his, you know, his yeah. his company yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. You ain't tied to a network that's mm-hmm. monitoring everything you do and can drop your shit, cancel, you pull the rug from you at any moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come if on. I can get you on analog, then I'm gonna need you to be more careful about like yeah. what you say because yeah. it's not like everybody is um, going to be able to pick it up if it's either Netflix, as you were saying with Mar. I mean, Bill that's Martin, HBO, yeah. HBO, late night, all of that. Because I think so. a lot of people went uh, to this whole conversation. You know, I think there was a uh, there was a group who came out and it was saying, uh, "TC, I told you about it earlier." Uh, oh, oh, uh, there's a we're with Ro- what, was, what was the ha- it was a hashtag, right? Yeah. We're with Roxanne, R- Roseanne, yeah. or Roseanne. Yeah, I yeah, said yeah. Roxanne, Roxanne, Roseanne. Roxanne. Yeah. Roxanne. <laughs> 
No, finish this and see if y'all some real hip hop fan. Let's see if y'all some real hip hop. Don't hit me with Roxanne, the Roxanne. 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 Yeah, I watched the. Uh, finish it. I don't know that shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be your man. man. <laughs> <laughs> Roxanne, Roxanne. You watch it on the yeah, Netflix. Netflix joint. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was actually right. a good joint. Little little dude that's playing Nas. I was like, that's yeah. Nas, ain't it? She was <laughs> yeah. in Queens Bridge. Anyway. I was like, oh, that's Nas. It gotta be. That Nas. was a cool little Netflix. Uh, yeah, uh, that's um, was, that's was solid. Netflix be coming out with some heat here and there. Yeah, I've been watching um, um, Queen of the South episode. I ain't peeped that yet. Ooh. That's good. Yeah. It's decent, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, I've been catching up on Shameless. Y'all watch that shit? Ever mm, watch it? I Shame- started off, but. Shameless good as fuck. Man, I started. I just. That's yeah. it crazy. It's like, it's wild. It's a wild. I started, I'm on episode, literally, I'm on episode two. Of Shameless? But season bro, one? Huh? Season, season one, one, episode two of Shameless. It's bad, bro. It's bad. It's bad. Nah, it's, it's, I like it, dog. It's like, it's like, it's like if you have black folks in the hood, south, they south side Chicago, you have uh, black folks in the hood, but they white. Yeah. And so it's exactly. like, it's like good. It's crazy to see. Man, I'm so far behind. Wow. I, I hate binge watching. Is like, ah, that's like, that's where I started at. Because they on like season 12, like realist in, in, in real time. Oh, that, for real? Dog, mm-hmm. that shit is oh, running. They I might still just have going. To, I might have missed that. Yeah, I'm only on like season six on Netflix right now. <laughs> Bro, I watched uh, <laughs> this one called like, uh, I think it's like Gamora or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's about this Italian mob. Mm-hmm. It's all it's all in subtitles. So you, you like yeah. mob shit? Nah, I like whatever. But this one's good. But it's all subtitles. Man, we all the way off Roseanne. You watch, <laughs> right. <laughs> you watch the Escobar shit? Escobar? Yeah. Shit? You did? Oh, which one? Oh. Uh, what was the last? What was it called? Oh, I watched uh, El Chapo and I watched... Um, I can't remember what the Escobar one was called now. Uh, it was dope. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I watched like a few episodes and I, then I was off it. Man, I'm trying to find these people that, uh, what is it, stand with Roseanne or we stand with Roseanne? Or? You said something like that. Uh, is it a hashtag? Yeah. I know. It's like a whole bunch of conservative women that were like, we're with you. Yeah, so. Like, um, yeah, sorry. We went off mm-hmm. on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Ch- tell us, hey, tweet us what y'all want to listen, like, what y'all been watching on Netflix. I've been needing some, um, I've been needing some uh, uh, Netflix. Oh. <laughs> at, at here for Roseanne? Is that it? That might be it. I'm trying to search. We support Roseanne. We're out here for Roseanne. Is that what it is? I think so. Well, anyway, there was a group of... Uh, I had it, man. Sorry, guys. I had... Uh, I had it up. But there was a group who had basically started a hashtag of basically saying that they were going to... Um, mm-hmm. They were going to... It was basically to... Uh, boycott ABC mm-hmm. because of uh, line. them taking away the uh, Roseanne, you know, the show and everything. Um, but anyway, they were just saying, hey, you know, this is a freedom of speech. Um, this is politically driven because that she supports Trump and they think that, you know, it's wrong. So they basically wanted to go out and say, hey, we're going to stand with her basically in so many words. I'm going to find that exact hashtag or Ashley or TC's want to find it. But anyway, they were saying that um, they wanted to say, hey, we're standing here. We're going to boycott ABC. And of course, they took to Twitter and social media and people are just saying, hey, there's a lot of other people out here saying things like it's her freedom of speech. I, hashtag I stand with Roseanne. I stand with Roseanne. I found it. Do you have the group that started it? Because it was a group who started it. And they were saying like something like, uh, you know, 
um, basically I think just, it's, uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know who started it. Yeah, I had to right know. now. I just have the hash, I just found the hashtag. Uh, I stand with Roseanne. Okay. Let's so yeah, on. man. Um, and as you said, it was a lot of uh, conservatives. Conservative. You said women, white women. Mm-hmm. Listen, bro. And she they can are go. part of the problem. <laughs> Listen, she been gone for twenty years. She ain't been on my radar. Uh, they brought the show back, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool. I might check that out one day." And then I haven't yet. I never, and, uh, man. Did you watch it when it was when it used to come on? I, I never did. watched it, bro. It was funny. It was a good show. I used to love it. I used to watch Roseanne easily. And then I mean, yeah, oh, I was pro Chicago anyway. So deplora deplorables. That's the group that started it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just found it. So like, I'll watch it, but I mean, you know, that was two decades ago. So you know, you kind of done fell off. And so you bring it back, and it's like, oh, okay, that's cool. I'm going to catch up with that at some point in time, but yeah. I, I ain't jumping and running into it. But they made I mean? it to where I think the first episode, like uh, Ashley and I both, we mm. spoke. I think the very first episode, they, they made sure that they let them know that it was like a conservative family. Mm-hmm. And it was smart marketing wise, right? So they were saying like, hey, we're going to put this out because we're going to reach middle America and... People already love this show, so let's reach middle middle America and say, hey, we're Trump supporters. So, therefore, we're going to get those people who sit at home, watch TV, and that's going to give them a different lane to be able to watch a show that they say, we're openly supporting Trump. So, it, the first pilot, it was, like, crazy. It broke records of, like, viewership. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Not yeah, only yeah. did it get, like, old, like you said, yourself, like, man, let's see what this is about. But also, they they made it like almost like in the political climate to where it was okay to say, hey, we support Trump. Yeah. And like some of the counter arguments to what they were saying was like Whoopi Goldberg with the Trump shirt, with uh, like the guts coming out of his head. Where yeah. He like, yeah. It was yeah. bad. Oh, and um, Kathy Griffin. They Kathy were saying Griffin's, like, you know, how are you, Sand- how are you shunning? Kathy Griffin, or how are you shunning and taking her off ABC? How are you doing this when Kathy Griffin had like Trump's head cutting, cutting the uh, head cut off, and mm-hmm. all these other people who stood against Trump? Mm-hmm. But now this, we stand with Roseanne are saying, "Yo, that was freedom of speech." So was Roseanne's. Her her freedom of speech on Twitter was saying, "Hey, it was a joke. It was a bad joke." But why are you taking her show off? Yeah, because so, like uh, Kathy Griffin, she's on ABC. No, no, I. Nah. No, right. I don't. So I mean, she was shit. always, but she was always known for being that like extra vocal person. But is she on ABC? No, she wasn't. That's so. They're AB, yeah. ABC can say, "Oh, we ain't riding with that." Yeah, Bye. of course, of so, course. I mean, but their it. point is saying, "Hey, this is a freedom of speech. If these other people can do it, you need to take the view off. You need to take Bill Maher off. You need to take Crafty Gift." Kathy Griffin off TV. What show? All what, these what, people. what networks are they on? Though? Yeah, I don't know. They're just saying, hey, no, but they're just saying, they're not saying that. They're saying if America is mad at Roseanne, you know, not only just saying it's ABC, they're saying if America is mad at Roseanne, they're demanding her to be off. All these other comedians need to be off TV too. Yeah, but it depends on the, uh, I just, it we depends agree. on the network. Yeah, you know we I mean? agree on that. The network's backing them like, oh, yeah, you yeah, said yeah, you yeah, want. Yeah. I don't really give a fuck. But their pressure is saying, the ABC, like, Oh, no, uh-uh. Who is black? <laughs> black CEO. Black CEO. Uh-uh, nah. Nope. No uh, dice. Bye. So here's some of the tweets. It's saying, uh, Team Roseanne, try canceling Jimmy Kimmel and The View. Boycott ABC. Yeah. Uh, wait a second. ABC let The View see. The View is on ABC. Uh-huh. So they're saying. watch ABC. Oh. ABC so, lost me after they got rid of TGIF. Nick. You remember and Nick Cannon came forth. It was like uh, anything but black. 
or anything but color, something like that he was saying. But um, wait a second. ABC let the views Joy Behar get away with insulting Christianity, but Roseanne show is canceled for her tweet. What's going on? Take America to speak up and boycott this network. So they got people going, you know, all this group to saying we, you know, we stand with Roseanne. ABC doesn't deserve your number one show. Now, let me ask you guys a question. Will mm-hmm. you think somebody else will pick it up? Um, well, like know. the last I knew, there were um, some within the production world of ABC, but ABC saying like, all right, like let's not focus on Roxanne. Let's fo- focus on, I keep saying Roxanne. Why Roxanne. But uh, Roseanne <laughs> saying they're going to do uh, Darlene. Maybe have Darlene be the key person. Yeah, because she ruined a lot of people's job. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, you see. People uh, are salty. Yeah. Wanda Sykes is one of the main writers on there. And she was yeah. like, I'm out. You know what I mean? And she's a black woman. So that lets you know, like, you know, you know, Wanda, like, I'm going to get this check, regardless if it's writing about this conservative, you know, person who loves Trump. But, you know, let's let's get this money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe it may go. They might focus on Jackie. Auntie Jackie. Yeah, I mean, like, See, you Jackie know. was one of my favorites. Yeah, See, I yeah, never yeah. watched it, man. I never what? Watched it. Yeah, yeah, dog. What was a friend, man? That was like gay. She was uh, what was her name? God dang. It was an original show. I can't remember her name, but she was she was wild. She was wild. She was cool. Yeah. As well. I like that. But I don't know, man. Um, yeah. I, I mean, so trying to look at it in a way of like saying devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. All right, let me pull up a uh, Valerie. In a, in a comedic form, if Kevin Hart would have, or, or let me think, if, if, um, uh, let's do somebody who's just raw. That would be cool. D.L. Hughley. If they revived it. All right. Cool. Yeah. If D.L. Hughley said uh, something about Planet of the Apes, about this chick looked like Planet of the Apes, I think the Muslim part was kind of like, ugh, and I threw it off. But if Homegirl... So look here. I'm gonna let you look at. It. So you're talking about so if DL said the same thing that Roseanne said. She said. looked like Planet. <laughs> wow. So so what? who who Valerie? So if so if DL said she looked like. <laughs> y'all ain't right. Y'all leave that lady alone, man. See? That's a mic. That's a background. But I'm just saying, if DL Hughley said that, would y'all have laughed? No. If you would have seen it, okay, hold on. Let me pull up Homegirl from Planet Eight, the original. I know what you're talking about. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I, I get yeah. it. I get it. I mean, it. it's with, not with funny, that, but that, I'm just, I mean, I'm like, I mean, it's funny in a sense because, like, if D.L. Healy would have said, we would have busted out loud. I mean, that's, a, that's, that's, that's the, that's the same thing. Because as, he's black, is it cool? As, yeah, that's the same thing as a white person calling us a nigga and a black person. That's a, a white person saying nigga and a black person saying nigga. It's the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you ain't going to trip over a black person saying nigga, but a white you. person yeah. say nigga. Even if, it's, even if it's the N-A, not E-R, and they say nigga, you, you're still going to be like, what? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's come on, dog. You stupid. But see, like, see. <laughs> so I the, just showed him homegirl. The fact that she oh, her said, name's Ari. The fact, the fact that she said, see, but see, the like, Muslim, and you know, I get it, man. I'm I, talking I get about it. Ashley saying, but see, like, that means she agreed. She, <laughs> she didn't want. To, she was like, but see, like, you know, that means she's like, oh yeah, you shorty do kind of look like she looked like homegirl. I mean, you know, I get it, but but see, team light skin. Like uh-huh. so, it's that, but also 
from um, like See, being in the politics and policy stuff. Got a P- Everyone PC? be like, "Oh, you remind me of Valerie." So I took it a little personal, but thinking, "Dang, do I look like Planet of the Apes?" Or you nah, know what I'm you saying? Don't, you don't I look don't, like home, but, girl. Nah, but you don't just look thinking like her. back, just like personal connection or whatever. Getting you compared. look nothing like her. Uh, no, you so don't look should, like Valerie. So I should be mad. If people say I look like Chingy. Yeah. Okay, thank hey, you. Hey, I look like anybody with a bald head and um, white teeth. Man, people just, <laughs> they just call me everything. Clue, uh, dog, somebody told me I look like T.I. I was like, you smoking, <laughs> no. dog. You're smoking. Bro, I don't you're look smoking. like everybody. Yeah, you're smoking. You're if there's smoking. a brother out there with white teeth and a bald head, and a bald head they'd and, be like, and dimples. You look like, oh. <laughs> they'd be like, you look dimples. like, I done heard everything, dog. I done heard. You look like my cousin. Yeah, they be like, yeah, yeah, I done heard. Like, are you related to such and such? I done heard all the way from Neo to fucking whoever got a bald head. Neo. <laughs> Neo that's that's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> Tay Diggs, when he had a bald head and shit. <laughs> I was like, what? Nah. My, my number two have been Chingy and Babyface. Babyface? Ba- dog, growing up, oh, that's all I got was Babyface. Like face. the singer? Yes, the singer, Babyface. Dog. Like no baby Baby face. All right, let's get back to Rosa so we get to this main <laughs> event, man. Because so, is it the whip appeal? Is she or my baby face? Right. Say Ooh, that. Come on, man. Let's push it. <laughs> or was it Malice? <laughs> oh, who was that? That was Malice, bro. I think it was Malice. Was Malice. You're right. Uh, You're right. It was Clips, though. Yeah, yeah, it was. That was Malice. It was Malice. <laughs> Uh, no malice now, but yeah. Damn, was it malice or was it? I think it, I think it, I think it was oh, malice, though. Baby face. I, I'm about to, I'm about to look it up. Damn, it might have been pushing. Oh, I'm about to look it up. Pusher's just getting extra attention right now. Is this the whip or two? Oh my baby, that was Pusher, bro. I'm gonna see. I'm almost positive. Um, but anyway, Roseanne, um, <laughs> is she done? No. She's she'll be back. She will do. This will this would have happened. She will do a stand up. And it will sell out because we have so many people who want to go against the grain and support her. Mm-hmm. It'll do great, mm-hmm. and 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 that'd be that'd be it. She'll keep on working. No yeah. one's ever done. That's just no one's ever done. Who's done? Like no but one's yeah. ever done. Ooh, no one's Bill ever. Bill Cosby's done. He ain't mm. done. Shit, but he's eighty, bro. Yeah, he's eighty. He's that's, about to that's, die. The, that's the only reason he done because he's he's, he's old. And they're like, all right, they well, trying to go done. after Morgan. He done. Yeah, Morgan uh, like they old, so they like done. But like, so oh, still got no. life left. Your boy, your boy, done. Um, who? Who? What's the white dude that was uh, the main? He first brought it out. Uh, the producer, the got oh Harvey Weinstein. It's over. Harvey yeah. Weinstein. He's he's, yeah, he's way done. He done. You don't think he's ever gonna get no work again? No, he's done. Tales for the crib. He's done. He's I don't done. know, man. It's it's a wrap. I think uh, I think what's the name? Good man. R. Kelly. When R. Kelly survived it, R. Kelly's been going. He was like, y'all should have got me thirty years ago. You seen that shit? Well, it was like a little video clip. Y'all should have got me thirty years ago. R. Kelly. The reason why R. Kelly Come survived on. it because he wasn't when it first happened. He was in the social media area, the, the social media era. Mm-hmm. If he was in the social media era, he'd have been done. R. Kelly'd have been done. He'd have been mean to death. I feel like R. Kelly is that cousin we just it. always just push no, aside. Like, we know he got some issues. He's special. Call him illiterate. And he had to teach himself nah, how to read. Like, nah, for nah. a week, we always give R. Kelly too many excuses. Too many. Thank too you. Many. I'm, too I'm, many. I'm cool. The reason why we give R. Kelly those excuses is because, I'm going to tell you a few people who wouldn't have survived in today's, today's time. Michael Jackson. Nope. <laughs> 
He would not have survived in today's time, dog. He Man, when he held his baby Richard over Pryor. the <laughs> over the ledge. That's I swear to God, Ash, I, I was just gonna say Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor penis, admitted to sucking dick, dog. Oh yeah, Richard Pryor. What's the, I mean, that's just gay. So I mean, what's wrong with that? No, we still call him a legend. He oh, would not be a legend. <laughs> He'd still be a legend. He's just a gay legend. Oh man, he would have got killed in today's time. Oh no, dog. Like, oh, he gay. I mean, you can still be great. You can still be a legend. You just no. A gay he legend. never called himself gay though. I don't give a fuck what you call yourself. You see what you doing? What? That's what we really did. <laughs> I just say, I don't care what you call yourself, but you talking about you sucking dick? Uh, you nah, gay. he said he wasn't gay. I don't care what you say. That's what we see what you doing. <laughs> that's what we really did today. So Richard Pryor, I mean, that's, that's fact. You sucking I a man? Agree. You a man sucking a man's dick? Michael Jackson. Come on, Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, because Eddie Murphy was out here buying transvestites. He was. Yeah. That had been on TMZ. TMZ would have had his car rolling out with a, with a transvestite. Sure he would have been out of there. Cameras everywhere. Everywhere, man. And R. Kelly would have been. He'd have been out of there. Michael Jackson, Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, R. Kelly. So, so you saying they escaped? They skid. They skid by. <laughs> Due to the lack of social media and paparazzi back then, Martin Luther King would have had problems in these streets. Oh, they would they would have been well. catching them coming out the whole. They would be catching them coming out the hood. Martin, Martin, so 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 so. Like they said, no. The rumor was that he, he got. I have a dream speech from a white lady. Man, what? No, for real. They said they, he plagiarized they that. They said he plagiarized that from a white lady that he was messing with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He smashed to get the get the notes. Coretta would have got some little uh, TMZ. They'd have had her on the mic. Two, two, two. <laughs> so Coretta, what do you think? <laughs> oh man, that TMZ but, drop. Go ahead. Two, but two, my, two. my big thing is, is <laughs> stupid. Maybe it's devil's advocate or not, but it goes to a bigger point. Why do we like within our own culture mm-hmm. give uh, passes to others and we entertain it? Oh, Harvey Weinstein would have been out of there years ago if yeah. he was doing that during the social media time. Harvey Weinstein would have been ghost, But, dog. like, Real Housewives of Atlanta. What about it? Love and hip-hop. What do you what mean? What about, the, what about them? So, by, by, by saying that, there's some actions we'll excuse from some for mm. in our own entertainment purposes, but let it be someone outside our culture that like tries to call that out like then give me, we, we give make a scene kind give me of an example give me okay. of, of an action from like love and hip-hop I that think, I think we diff- are, are okay with but we wouldn't be okay with outside of our culture to the like, i'm just unsure but yeah because i think the love yeah. and hip go ahead go ahead i'll let you well, go. no no go ahead, go ahead i think love and hip-hop is you see what you get they're not trying to live this moral ground of like i am this great person they're coming in ratchet from day one, and we accept it because it's like, you know, that gives us a time to where we escape from our real life and our problems in our life, and we look at them on TV and be like, "Woo, I ain't that bad." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but let it be where that same clip we're talking about as our escape mm-hmm. it goes on Fox News, and it's the most conservative like anchor that goes to talk about the same things we may say, uh-huh. it, we're ready to burn that whole station down, you know? Okay, so you, uh, so I get what you, you see where I'm coming from? I get what she's saying. It's almost a, con- it's, uh, let me ask you, so it's almost a concept of saying like, hey, yo, um, we got to stop, we got to stop these white people from what about black be- on black crime or something like that we entertain I get what it so we, so we could, 
so, or yeah, rat like yeah, yeah. so we cool saying. with black highlight black but if white if a white person black, do it to us we be like nigga what you mean the, right, 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 it's right. like and that's what the, the, we stand with Roseanne honestly kind of saying that depending on what it is though it like what, what it is 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 key but because because we stand with we celebrate ratchet. Oh, we, sure. we will because it's, sure. it's us. But if a white and we'll make excuse, says, we'll make excuse for ratchet. Right. But if a white person <laughs> says something about ratchet, we'll be like, "Hold up, what? What? Yeah, you, you get but, on the defense." So like. let me ask y'all guys a question. Let me ask y'all this. So we stand with Roseanne is saying this. She made a racial joke. Ha ha ha! She's a comedian. She should be able to do it. A lot of these we stand with Roseanne are saying. Well, Double black standard. comedians, black comedians make racial jokes towards white people all the time. They do stand up. But, What's the difference? But see, still, we talking Rose- stand up or, or sitcom? Ashley about see, to hit a home run. I just gave her alley oop. Go ahead, hit it. But hit it. why were what on, we on Roseanne? I didn't say Roseanne this time. But mm-hmm. while we were on Roseanne, is the mere fact when she said it, she wasn't in joke form. You see, she was. But just she can saying, say she was. But she can say it. I do y'all alley oop though. I do y'all alley oop. Come it's on. Text. It's text. Uh, it's text. It's text. It's text. So it depends. Point. I mean, that's text. It depends on how you perceive it. It's, I do y'all words. It's, What's the difference between a black comedian telling racist jokes oh. about white people versus? Oh. Come on, come on. It depends. Okay. On, it depends but on the media. Blacks can be racist. That's what. Uh, and what else? Say. And what else? Uh, and it's systemic. I, I say uh, it de- almost there. You're hot. You're getting warm. You're getting warm. Go ahead, TC. What you like? Say? They're keeping the system in place. I, I, just, I, just, I just think it depends on method. It depends uh, whatever you choose to deliver that joke. I'm gonna tell so you. So if what, you put something maybe? like, for for example, if Steve, if Steve Harvey, look, 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 actually, you was warm. Look, if Steve Harvey, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. If Steve, oh, we'll, we'll stick with you. You said DL. If you stay, if you say DL, Hughley, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. He and he has, you know, he got Ooh, a radio show and all that. If if DL Hughley goes on Twitter and mm-hmm. tweet something racist, mm-hmm. quote unquote, that can be perceived racist okay. about yeah, yeah, yeah. white people. Oh, TC coming home with it. Yeah, he, uh, he would he would get the he would get the backlash. But if DL Hughley is on stage and his show, no, I don't think he would get the backlash. I don't think he would get the backlash. Okay, I'm gonna bring it to y'all. Maybe I'm wrong, but here, this is the reason why black comedians are able to tell what's perceived as racist versus this. Black people go on stage and talk about white people being racist towards black people. That's real. True. That is true. We not making up no monkey joke or no anything that's towards like saying black people look like monkeys. We saying, man, let me get behind this, you know, the whole little joke, the cop behind me. Mm-hmm. I better pull over to the side because the, co- the right man, you know, it's a joke in that sense to where it's our reality. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I so think that's that a different I think that's what, what most black comedians do when they're talking about white people. I think a lot of times it stems it, it goes back to that like yeah. them being racist. Yeah. Uh, and I, I and I think too, like with black comedians Tell me a white joke that's like racist towards them they're just talking about. Maybe the way they talk. No, no, no. Uh, oh, what's about black people talking about white people? Like a black comedian talking about like giving a white, a white person? person joke. Uh, I was talking about maybe the way they cook or something. No, like. <laughs> <laughs> no I was gonna I was gonna salt. I was gonna reverse it and saying Okay, like it's like you're saying it's acceptable because it's true mm-hmm. um, about what you know black people do or say in, in, in the white person telling but, a joke. But what if a white person says some shit like fried chicken watermelon joke? Yeah, that would be true. 
I love fried chicken. I think chicken. it could. I think it's I the way they deliver it. I think it's the way they deliver it. I think it's be, it, it would be considered as racist. It's the way they deliver it. So like it's if you're in a, if if you in if you in a, if you're a white comedian and you be like, um, uh, shit, they, I heard all black people like watermelon chicken. You know, and you're gonna be looking like you're gonna be like, shit, I do too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If he comes back and put the joke on him of like, yo, I can relate. I think Gary Owens has kind of almost did that his Gary, whole career. Gary the goat. <laughs> Gary the goat. That's all he's he ever was, done. You know what I'm saying? He reminds me of my dad. He got. He got. He'd oh, be like, uh, black. Well, she like mixed. She black, bro. Yeah. He could be like, y'all sisters out here got attitudes. I married one of y'all. It's like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? I think it has to be the way it's delivered. Yeah, and but how if, you relate to the culture? Exactly. Is it is it coming at it in spite when you say yeah. it, or is yeah. it because you can actually relate? Yeah. And you have that personal experience. Exactly. With it, yeah. What do you say, your, your pops? Oh, I'm gonna let's get into this main event because oh. I want to tell your story. <laughs> yeah, Roseanne, you're an idiot. We've been around forever talking about Roseanne, but uh, mm-hmm. let's get to this main event. And uh, Ashley, we want to jump into you know some of your story, and I yeah. think it's very interesting what we talk about. So let's get to this main event. All right, we are here at this main event. Um, man, we've been going for a while talking about Roseanne and different things. That's cool. It's regular conversation. That's what we do. Uh, but uh, the reason why we had you here, Ashley, thank you for responding to the email. Everybody listening, we told you if you email us, uh, TC put a, a question out asking if people had a story that they wanted to tell or whatever. And this is what we do here. So um, Ashley responded. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, can you give us a little bit of your background and we kind of can tap into, you know, some of the things that we want to discuss as far as, you know, a few things that TC and I kind of wanted to interact with you on, you know, your upbringing and your background. Yeah. Um. All right. So shout out to your pops. You think he's like Gary Owens? Yeah. Yeah. A little, yeah he has it. Uh, <laughs> I call him the 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 Jewish shippy. Okay. I guess that's the best word. <laughs> right. So um. I guess really with my life, in all aspects that I could see, it's always been the different side of things. So whether being adopted as a, a baby, then looking at either my experiences of coming from inner city to Noble Tucky. It's Noble <laughs> All of that. Um, it's it's always been Oh to, just, and, and to the people who don't know who, oh yeah, who's not Byron. From, Nope, Noblesville is a suburb of Indianapolis. Yes, yes. Which is probably what percentage white you say? Ooh. Damn near ninety, probably ninety-five white. You think so? <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, it's the room. Ninety-seven, ninety. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Re- reverse yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah reverse. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So yeah, yeah. just want to give a little to Noble Tucky, what Absolutely. you call it. Okay, go ahead. And, I'm sorry. And to even put a greater context to it, my mom was the first minority uh, teacher for Noblesville, mm-hmm. and she got hired in 2000. So wow. that kinda, the first mi- the first minority teacher in two thousand. Yeah, and it was in because Indiana. if you saw her, it looked like she could in- check off a few diversity boxes. But uh, mm. <laughs> that's really how it was. And this is your mother. my adoptive Adopt- my adoptive mom. Okay. So if I say mom, it's my adoptive family. Okay, biological. Okay. You know, she just can see me. Okay. <laughs> uh, whatever. Yeah. But like all my life, uh, and it's something as an adult, and really, I think with. Uh, our society we're in today where everything's so divisive mm-hmm. um, is really kind of been me seeing like, dang, a lot of my scenario has been 
knowing what the other side is or maybe mm-hmm. the thoughts, misperceptions, and being always the um, the minority voice. You've, you've always had two sides to your two, coin. Two sides you know, to the coin. You always can yeah. see heads, you can see tails. You yeah. Know. You, you haven't been like just exposed to one side like majority Absolutely. of us have you know what i mean right, like, right, right, uh, yeah. you know we i grew up Thinking black and gary black family black friends black teachers black you know mm-hmm. everything but you've always had black and white yeah. throughout your entire life so absolutely. you've always had two sides to your coin yeah absolutely okay. and um growing up in it in my adoptive family we look like the united nations growing up is your mom so. still teaching I'm, actually, she just retired. Ah, okay, she okay, okay. Um, graduated all right, from an indie school. Um, she was at uh, Chittard. Okay. So, but upon her um, going off to college, coming back, she first taught at IPS school. So okay, she okay. was she was in the city, and um, I think for us as a family, I was the little tomboy. I was getting a little rough. She uh, was like, "All right, let's." you know, see what other opportunities were there and ended up in Noblesville and our family relocated up there as well. But yeah, like we grew up little United Nations. Um, my Gervitz is my last name. My father is a Polish Russian background. Uh Yeah. And, um, on top of it, my mom, she's black Indian Hispanic. And then, both of my parents uh, were more married beforehand, so then you kind of got um, my brother uh, through their marriage. He's he's the mixed kid. Actually, I always joke with him, called him Jason Kid. That's what he looked like to me. <laughs> um, and then I was adopted, but like early experiences in life where. Um, whether it was my grandparents being on different sides of things and then the struggles of coming together, but it was always through love, like those inside things that they knew if they didn't learn about one another and Uh the differences, they would not have family. So So. all of all, when when you're talking about your parents, your brother, your grandparents, these are all adoptive. I'm the only one that's adopted. No, I'm saying, but oh, this this is your adoptive, adoptive family, yeah, 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 yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. This is a, this is not this is not bio, biological family. This is all adoptive family all that adoptive. you're speaking of. Yeah, okay. non blood. I guess that's okay. the best way to put it. So, um, just kind of you know, wanting to get in, into like a few questions um, personally. So yeah. I know, like, when you reached out, and again, listeners, um, like. You already told him, like, hey, listen, hit us up. But um, when you reached out, you know, you, know, you, you made a comment about finding your identity, you know, oh, yeah. and you're, and, you know, you're 30, 31, 31, 31. All right. Mm-hmm. So 31 and you're 31 years old and you're still trying to figure out your identity. Yeah. Right. I'll what does honest. that mean to someone that's 31? Because I mean, I mean, just. A number of people probably know, you know, as as a kid or as a t- early teen, mm-hmm. know who they are, or who they're gonna be, and kind of like striving towards that. They don't have a lot of questions, you know what I mean? They kind of right, like right. know where they come from, they know where they're going, they know what they want to be, mm-hmm. they know their personality, they have their friends, they have their family, they got everything figured out, right. and they're good. So, yeah. 
what is that like as a 31 year old saying you know i'm still trying to figure out my identity like yeah. what is that how what is that for you yeah um well for me but i i think this question's relative to everybody so whether mm -hmm. you are that man and you're going through your midlife crisis yeah i agree or I agree. um career do i need career. to change my career yeah, yeah yeah or it's just your your means as far as like personal growth mm -hmm. mine has always been um, more or less with identity mm -hmm. and i think really what triggered me uh, to find out more about my identity was because again like in the beginning, I've always been that like different one in any group I'm in. So meaning, what do you mean? Different. Mean? So uh, from all right, Noblesville. When I graduated, 478 students. I was the one sister girl out of three. So mm -hmm. that right there, that I mean, from mm -hmm. a number standpoint or quality, I was different. Mm -hmm. um, from how I may articulate my words, but I love being like in the city mm -hmm. and they'll be like, you don't belong here. Well, no, like mm -hmm. I do because I care um, about where I'm at. So, 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 so is, it, is it one of those situations where uh, with black people, you weren't black enough? I was never black enough. And with white people, you, you white were too enough. black. I was too black um, or I uh, maybe have this, um, Maybe perception because I grew up in Noblesville, like it was money. No, it was always hardworking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything like that, it was just, it was all, I was always different. In you some know, stance. It's, it's interesting because uh, shout out to CK, uh, you know, we, we had her on mm -hmm. in a previous episode and we just dis we discussed that because her mother is white and her father is black. black. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we talked about um, just her mother doing her hair. Yeah. And just those kind of things. And I those guess just things. being full black and, you know, having a black son and, you know, things. I guess you just kind of like, it just kind of like something I don't think about. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And um, that, I guess that is, that is a struggle within, you know, our society that, yeah. you know, especially you see more and more. You start seeing biracial um, uh, marriages or even just kids mm -hmm. is something that's like, you know, that has to be considered, you know, regardless if it's in the school system, regardless of whatever it is, you have to understand this could be a psychological thing that mm -hmm. that needs to be addressed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or, I mean, we could see it as psychological, but I, I think always, too, I've always been the optimist mm. where I'm always going to try to find the good out of every situation. But where'd you learn that from? Um, Who gave you was, that? Was it your dad? Was it your mom? Or You know... I think it's just life experiences. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, a lot of it, of course, could have been catered from what my parents like brought me through. But I think at the end of the day, when I would say it was graduating from high school, going off to college, and then literally feeling alone, you have mm. no choice but to find yourself, or at least start that path of yeah, yeah. figuring out who you are. So what, what I'm gonna say, what did you align most? What do you what do you feel like you align? And with? that's and to back and to yeah. piggy to piggyback off TC's uh, conversation, mm -hmm. who did you hang with? Not only who did you align with most, who did you hang with in high school, or who did you who did who who, who did you hang? You know what I mean? Yeah, what what you was your circle? What yeah, was it was your circle. circle. Yeah. 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 So it it was one of those things. Like I knew, like weekends, hanging out with cousins and stuff. It would be like blacks. But when it came to school, 
and well, you had to use a friends, <laughs> Noblesville, it was all white. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think one thing that really had me start questioning stuff was like when I actually graduated from high school, the same friends I thought from high school would go off to college mm-hmm. off at Ball State. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden they went ghost. Mm-hmm. Right. Yo, and then, I have a story about this, bro. I think yeah. What? Oh, your friends went ghost? Yeah. Well, yeah quote unquote friends. What do you mean? Tell me, because you I went thought, to college? I don't, I don't get well, it. I'm no, lost. So, what it was, oh, I think. I did an experiment in college about this. Yeah. It's a personal experience I did. Okay. Experiment yeah. I did. Go ahead, Ash. I'm sorry. I'm going to tell you about my experiment. And so, really, what had happened was the same people I would, you know, have sleepovers with, oh. played sports with, graduated open houses. Some of us, we all went off to Ball State. And so I remember it clearly, like, Ball State, hanging out. Mm-hmm. I was, like, the only sister girl. You, would, I guess you could call me Valerie of uh, Fresh, Fresh Prince. Yeah. And it was, like, bridging into, like, that sophomore mm-hmm. year. I still remember it. And I still hold on to it. Being in the atrium and, you know... I love him, and I'll give a shout-out to him. Malcolm. Malcolm was like, <laughs> you are not black. And it hurt my feel. That opened my eyes. Militant Mal. You remember? I don't, I don't know if you remember. He, 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 he might have been there. He just was Militant Malcolm. Nah, yeah. But he, always just like, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he opened my eyes at the fact like, <gasps> what? What do you mean? I, I love everybody. That's what I had always people, grew up with. Is he too yeah. woke? Yeah, he was he was woke. woke. He was too woke. He woke Fake me up. Um, <laughs> and it was really at that shift from first semester and seeing, I guess, the friends that I thought we thought were friends um, be gone. And no, keep going. Keep going. Oh, I was so, like, wait a minute. That's okay. that's behind the scene conversation. Yeah. I was like, I got right, you. Right, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then sophomore mm. year, I think here in or not, well, not sophomores. Um, second semester of the freshman year, hearing that comment, and then I, I started looking around like, wait a minute, like maybe I am not embracing every part of me, which was my black side, mm-hmm. I guess. Being from Noblesville, I, I was just going with what was always comfortable to me Absolutely. and what I was I related to more. Mm-hmm. But um, it was then, I think, friends, I started just kind of, going away or Damn. they uh-huh. ha- felt like they had to like me or had to be my uh, friends which, so they didn't which feel friends white friends white fr- so because you started getting more in tune with your black side your white yeah. friends went away I, literally like all through you know the time i got to noblesville was just mm-hmm. like fifth grade through you mm-hmm. know uh, you, you, freshman year of like college I was the pressed out hair, you know, mm-hmm. like everything that would just seem acceptable. But then like sophomore year, I'm like, okay, maybe I can be natural and all that. Yeah. And then it was like, there was questions, I guess, about who I was at the time with them. And then like, I wasn't getting invited to different things. <sighs> and then it was like one of those, it was like the the turning point where I felt like the, the black culture, um, that I was never, it wasn't like I was ever not accepting of it. I, I just felt like I was being able to embrace it more. Mm. You know, and then from there, it's, 
it all changed. <laughs> so look, check out, him, check out. Him. I guess Ashley, that was my black don't like the whole once you go black, you never go back thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I think black people, I think black people most definitely are um, one of the things that I think we do. We do. Uh, I think we, and it's, and I think it's just in our nature and our soul as people, as a people. And I love this about black people. We are willing to take in the the hurt. Mm-hmm. And we are willing to take in the people. Not Rachel, Rachel Dole's all, though. I'm yeah. just playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She lied. <laughs> she didn't, if she, she didn't lie, if she she lied, lied we would have been like, come on in, right, girl. Right, just come on in. But, like, as a nature, she I think lied. that just goes against, I think that goes, not, sorry, not against, I think it goes with our background of being, um, our culture being uh, influenced by Christianity. Right. We right. love taking in hurt. We love taking in people who, who are um, who've been basically looked down upon? We like come and we'll take you in because as a culture we've been looked down like that our whole life. And if we see somebody who is, we see a person who's injured and they see that they're pure hearted, we be like, come on in, girl, come mm-hmm. come come in our circle. Yeah, we good, yeah. we got you. Let them white girls say something else to you. You know what I'm saying? Like we have been that as as black people, and I love that about our people. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We are the ones who will be able to. We are willing to say the healers. Let me let your healers come here. Let me give you a hug. Yeah. What happens when you see your great your auntie and they see you in some pain? Come here, baby. Mm-hmm. They yeah. suck you in and be like, they Big see mama. that pain. Yeah, <laughs> they see that pain. What's going on here? Let me yeah. feed you. <laughs> you know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. But, oh, um, but, yeah. but going to your go into your story. I told this before yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, when I first came to Ball State, right? You know, you have your freshman, your little orientation, whatever, whatever. I seen this brother. I swear, it's almost similar to Ashley, but he was black. And, yeah, that son was killing me. Yeah, that's why I told you. That son was killing But um, I seen this black dude, mm-hmm. and um, my freshman year, I seen this dude. You know, we go to the freshman orientation. Mm-hmm. Naturally, where you going to go? You going to go hang with the brothers? What's up, fellas? What's up? Boom, boom, boom. If you know somebody, you don't, you know. What's up, man? You know, you go hang with the black people. Black people kind of mm-hmm. hang with black people. White people hang with white people. Mm-hmm. That just happens naturally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This white dude who went to Chatard, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, this black dude who went to Chatard, he was black. His fade was kind of suspect. I'm like, ah, this dude ain't, he got like a little, little, you know, I don't know what's yeah. up with his hair, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I start seeing him hang with the white boys. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dang, I, I watched this dude. I watched him. Because he was kind of like, yeah, yeah. It was kind of had like the little, uh, little uh, no fade afro. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking, I'm like, damn, I, I paid attention to this dude. So I went over to, because I was like, I didn't know anyone when I went to Ball State. So I went over to the brothers, like, what up, fellas? Oh, my name is such and such. Boom, boom, boom. It's easy. Mm-hmm. All right, cool, man. You like LeBron or you like Michael Jordan? It's that kind of like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. All right, boom. So I'm kicking it with the brothers. I'm looking at this dude. I'm like, he kind of in the middle, like, like double dutching. I don't, don't know, which, know which way, way to go. go. He went to the white dudes. That's who he was comfortable with. He went to Shatar. That's who he hung around, white people his whole life. I'm like, I'm watching this dude, and I've seen him kind of like the circle of white dudes really not letting him in, you know? And I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, bro. I'm like, yeah. all right, cool. So, like, by the end of our freshman year, I begin our sophomore year, I seen him try to fade to the black people. Mm-hmm. Us as black people, you come over talking like Carlton, we ain't trying to, you, you could, you could right. if you want to detach oh. that, it'd be a lot, yeah, yeah, there we go. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot better. Okay. All right. <laughs> Ashley got the sun blinding her eyes. <laughs> I mean, I know I need sun. Yeah, get you a tail. I, I got my, the freckles are coming. I'm getting some sun. All right, cool. <laughs> so I seen dude come over to try to hang with the black people. Mm-hmm. Brothers was like, nah, man, you sound like Carlton, brother. 
white boys that already depend, they start pledging Delta Tom Delta. Fuck out of here, Brian Gumble. Yeah, yeah, they were messing with yeah. him, man. The white boys he grew up with was like, hey, you're cool, but we got our own circle going over here. Yeah. Black people was like, come join Sig up. But yeah, but yeah. he wasn't cool enough. So. Man, I swear. He so ain't have no home. to fast forward this story, mm -hmm. he tried to come with the blacks, blah 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 blah, whatever. You know, we, you know what the reaction was that like, nah, bro, you ain't cool to pledge this. You ain't cool to be a black mm -hmm. man. By his sophomore, I'm sorry, our junior year into our senior year, I seen this dude with fink black fingernail polish on. His <laughs> hair was green, and he had the trench coat boy on. Trench coat yeah. mafia. <laughs> Hey. I swear to God, I was Just like, yo, yeah. I seen this dude's transition, bro. Hey, and listen, now don't, he's don't, re don't reject your brothers and sisters. Bring them in. Bring them home. They may be lost. <laughs> Bring them home. No, nah, he was home with his people. Yeah, I nah, seen him walking. Man, he was cool. He had a little black. I seen him. I was like, yo, I remember this dude freshman year. He had on khakis in a polo. Now he got on like straight black fingernail polish with green hair. I he, went, he went from Kanye <laughs> to Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Nah, God. Metallica and shit. I was bro. like, yo, nope. I would love to know what this dude is doing now, man. Yeah. And it's just about that, like, like Ashley saying, going back to your story, it's just that, 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 that being accepted in that culture of being confused. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, I mean, so, uh, and I think now it's like as I've gotten older, and you know, for me, my catalyst to find out like who I was was my faith. Mm -hmm. Do you and, think it's easier with girls than it is with guys? Oh no, no. You don't. Okay. Nope. Okay. okay. Nope. So how did Girl, your faith? How did your faith play a role? You know, in finding out. I mean, I swear. Like one day, I I should write a book. I know everybody writes a book if they can write ABCs. Mm -hmm. But I like for real. It, there were some other things too that had happened, I guess, in my life, and I I think it's good if I flash back a little bit. Mm -hmm. When I was adopted, again. Um, it was like the opposite already. My dad was white, my mom black and Hispanic. This is, this is your adoptive family. My adoptive family. And biologically, uh -huh. my like affirming, I mean, I kind of figured out it was like my dad would be black, my mom would be white just mm -hmm. because being fair skinned. But um, biracial, then opposite of that with what I was always taught like oh your dad must be black mm -hmm. no my dad has a red fro and blue eyes like it, it was just always different mm -hmm. so anyway but to fast forward um when my my parents divorced when i went into seventh grade mm -hmm. and actually i went from the catholic faith to baptist faith mm -hmm. baptist faith mm -hmm. my mom remarried to a southern baptist pastor Mm -hmm. So we went so from the twang on it. Neil Pasta. Pasta. He was a brother. Brother. Okay. Well, Pasta. I'm not okay. I'm gonna be nice today, but he was not the the person who he was in front of the congregation. Yeah, it happens a lot. Yeah. It happens, and it happens a lot. So that was, I think, one of those things where not only like theologically, I was just wondering who I was, but then like. Okay, I know we're in the whole Me Too moment um, mm -hmm. of today, but he, again, was very abusive. And so, not only when I went out to college. Damn, man, you got to come back. You got a lot of yeah, layers Yeah, I got, story, like, yo. so many layers. We got to do part two, Ashley. Yeah, Damn. there should be a part okay, go two. Ahead. But yeah, we, we might have to, because, I mean, this is, this is deep. Yeah, so not only was I, like, from 
our like our racial perspective, uh, you know, changing. Uh, racial per uh, perspective changing, um, but theologically, I was like, well, dang, where do I go? So I was in church for a while, and um, really. It was, at the time, like when I just didn't feel like I had much, other than finding myself, that I found the best tool was um, me like recomm recommitting my life to Christ. And then shortly after is what actually brought me closer to um, meeting my biological family. So, so yeah, I, I that's a, a whole. I, I got a quick, yeah, I got a yeah. real quick interjection. My life is all over. <laughs> so like the the Wait, whole. She got to do part two, bro. I know. I mean, for real, because yeah. this is. I have a lot of questions. So the whole like a, how how did you like one fifteen? I hate is it? Yeah. Damn. No, keep going. We keep going. Come on, come on. So the the so the biological yeah. right. How did that happen? How did you depart from your biological family and end up with your adoptive family, and yeah. why? Why? Okay, so. How'd that happen? I still remember it. Well, remember the day I was connected with my, my biological family. I still remember it was uh, Memorial Day weekend, mm -hmm. getting ready uh, to go out like to Broad Ripple, and um, instant messenger was popular. It was starting to come out on Facebook. And I got a message that popped up from- Wait, 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 this is when? Uh, okay, I just put it up. It's a messenger. So, you, so you're talking about current. I'm, it's recent, like 2010. No, I'm when so, I reconnected. I'm talking about how did you even separate? Like, how did you? Oh, how did you? Yeah. Oh, so I was get away from your biological mom and end up with the adoptive mom. So I found out mm -hmm. through this reuniting because okay. I never knew until I had, um, they had reached out to find me. The answer messenger through part. instant messenger. And who so. was they? They was my biological sister. Okay. And so it was like literally a year to the date yesterday okay. that this conversation happened. Okay. And she's like, this message may seem weird, but I found uh, like this adoption registry. And I did like right when I was like 18, put something out there of like saying, okay, if they find me, they find me. If mm -hmm. I find them, cool. But I, I wasn't really thinking. But that. you knew you were adopted. You yeah, are, I found out at seven. At seven, at you seven. knew. You okay, were that's, that was my next question. Oh okay. my bad. Okay, when yeah. were you okay. adopted? At seven? Oh, at a baby. No, no, as, as a baby. baby, you found out at, at seven. seven. At seven. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my me and my brother were getting into it. And he called me like an adopted bee. Mm. And uh, so what? So what was your time. your adopted your adopted mom and dad were? What what was their national? What were they black? Oh. Dad, white, mom, black, and Hispanic. Okay, so you're biologically biological. black, white, and Hispanic. Yeah, well, biologically, my mom is white and Cherokee, and my dad was black. Oh, okay, okay. There okay. we go. So, okay, okay, okay. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I thought white, you were Cherokee. talking about the red Afro. I thought that the was red, your biological. That was no your adoptive. red Afro. Adoptive. My adoptive. Yo, so he's black, had, white, and Cherokee. A, so you're so you had a she biracial had mixed, family yeah. adopt you. And she was a biracial, bio, biological. Biological. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, my, like, so that, that worked out. That worked layers, out. Layers, straight layers. All right, so go ahead with the instant message. Yeah. So the, the, the sister, you so said, the, right? Sister yeah, the sister out. sent me a message, uh -huh. you know, saying, hey, um, this message may seem weird, and I apologize if it throws you off guard, but I think mm -hmm. you're um, who my family's looking for. Um, you have the same birth date as my um, 
mom's child that she had given up at birth. Mm. And my profile picture, she said, is what reminded her of her mom. And so, you know, she's like, please respond if anything I'm sharing may, you know, resonate with you. And then, mm-hmm. like, I happen to be, because, you know, you have, like, your little lime wire and stuff, listening to music. Again, mm-hmm. I was, like, out having fun and, like, getting ready to go out. And that message popped up. I just, I literally lost it. Just started bawling out of nowhere mm-hmm. when that message came in. Okay. And did, so you, she, did you automatically be like, yo, this is this is probably my sister. I felt that immediately. Yeah. I felt it immediately. I mean, by her profile picture, I was like, mm, I yeah. don't know, but yeah. mm. I, you like just me. knew it. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, I never knew Not. how it would be with that reunion, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I, I felt it like that was the truth. So then come so to find ha- out like it was, from there? Yeah. yeah. So like, I want to get into this lost part. That's oh like, yeah. It's coming. That part's crazy. But then, what ended up occurring was I didn't want to meet her unless I took a DNA test. Your so mom. we you didn't want to meet my who? biological mom. Okay. okay. And so we did the little um, home swab tests. Mm-hmm. Like I guess Maury warmed the mother. Wait, 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 wait. So wait, hold on, hold on. Rewind, rewind, rewind. Because I'm sure somebody's probably thinking this. Okay. Your sister hit you and said, "Hey, I think you might be mm-hmm. my sister." Yes. How did mom get into this from that? Yeah, so she sent me a message. The mom. The mom Ooh, right afterwards. Okay. And how old are you? 31. Mm-hmm. This happened at 31. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Um, but I found out at Damn, 23. What? Well, oh, so that I was that I was re- I was reconnected with my biological family. At 23. So, so 23 is when your sister and your mom messaged you and found yep. you and all that stuff. Okay. Literally yesterday, eight years to the day. Okay. Damn. Eight yeah. Years. Okay, 23. So, okay. so, at, okay. All right. You get it? Yeah, you got it? Okay, so at it? 23, sister hits you and says, hey, you look like me. Yes. I think you may be my sister. Yes. All right. Then so mom, mom hits you after that. She probably went to my mom. I think this might be your daughter. So your mother hit you at, and you're still tw- at thirty at twenty three. Yes. Okay. When did you take this DNA test? Um, two days later. Two okay. days later. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because right. in the mail, the little yeah, 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 yeah. overnight okay. swab right. cool, kit cool, cool. came in, mm-hmm. and then I was like, okay, so how quickly this box came? I was like, maybe your it's going to come back like, so quick. Doo, 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 yeah. Doo. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah, but literally within a week the test came back in the mail and the letter that I received also was delivered to my, then I didn't know my biological mom at the time, the same time. And it was a 99.9% match. Mm. So Facebook within a little bit of a week connected me with my biological family. Mm -hmm. And she reached out to me through a message. Okay. So how'd you feel? After Um, you found out 99.9% I did found you, my mom. Did you do the why? Why did you abandon me? It was a, yeah. No. That's a good question. Like, was it happiness? Was there anger? There was. was there I think there was a little bit of confusion? happiness, and I think you know, just with my my pathway beforehand, you know, with the college experience, mm. I think every dynamic of my life was, you know, 
different that the one thing that I felt would affirm me finding out really who I was was my foundation and that was connecting with my biological family. It's like finding a missing puzzle piece almost. Yeah, that was my missing and it literally ended up being my missing puzzle piece. How did your adoptive family Oh, they were so supportive. Oh, that's dope. Mm. That's yeah. Because, dope. Dope. Like, I mean, honestly, they kind of probably could have took that personal, like, yo. Ain't that kind of like what, what we um, experienced with C when we had Cynthia on? Wasn't she talking about that? Like, yeah, there like, was yo, beef between They gave you, know, you up. Why are you trying to? Yeah. And C and um, Tico. Yep. Tico. They, you, her Tico's you, family more so was like, why are you trying to do that? Yeah. Like, we the ones that yeah, raised so, you. Yeah. 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 yeah okay, you trying ahead. to put all this effort into them. Like, nah, they gave yeah. you. That's, that's well, dope. They were supportive. So supportive. I mean, yeah. literally, I think it was, again, at the age of seven when I found out I was adopted. And you know, that time frame, it was like show and tell and stuff. Mm-hmm. My parents allowed me to... Um, take to school for show and tell like mm-hmm. a picture of me as a baby and then like actually talk to my classmates and stuff like i was adopted i you couldn't tell me nothing like i was chosen like which which helped is because if you could have had somebody thing. tc and i and our and our wives or whoever is the same complexion as and they show up with a baby like you like whoa hold on yeah, <laughs> yeah. you got a light-skinned baby y'all both dark you know what i mean so it was cool that i mean not cool but it, it helped as far as identity is being able to somewhat hide it, yeah, that you still was adopted by a biracial family. That absolutely, like, you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. And so, like, after the the DNA test, we were trying to figure out exactly when we would meet, and it was so much excitement and stuff. And it was within a month or so. Um, ended up going up to Kokomo, Indiana, where they're from. Hey, what up, Kokomo? I'm about what thirty up, minutes. From Mary, I'm about thirty minutes from Kokomo. Mm. Yeah, hey. and um, well, I ain't been to either one. You ain't never been to Kokomo. Mm-mm. Kokomo, Grissom Air Force Base. That's what brought minorities there. Chrysler, Chrysler, Chrysler too. Yeah. Chrysler too. That's the, but really, Grissom yeah. Air Force. That's Peru, though. Grissom. Yeah, that's in Peru. <laughs> Yeah, it's in Peru. Okay, okay. Laos. Oh, but, right. but, in between, in between. But Peru is like Fisher's Nobleville. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I mean. right next to each other. <laughs> but then, so like, <laughs> I still remember when we, we meaning my, um, my biological, I mean, not biological, my adoptive mom and then my adoptive stepdad at the time. Okay. Going up to Kokomo. <laughs> um, we pulled up at the house and I like froze. I, did, I didn't want to get out of the car. We drove all that way. And I, I wasn't emotional or anything until we, the car stopped in front of this place. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you know, like my, my uh, biological sister comes to the car, opens the door, and I just, I just started bawling. That's dope. And it was like, not like I was like, angry i think it was everything up into the point in my life that i was holding on to i just was able to release and it was affirmed when i actually met my biological mom and gave her that first hug yeah it was like all that time that mother's intuition of saying right then in um her life like i need to find my daughter that's dope. It was everything that I was looking for. Cool. And cool. it was it was great. So kumbaya moments. We we eat, break bread, and then I then at that time it kind of came out in a conversation, and I was like, "Who's Jesse Lee?" Huh? 
Yes. Jesse, you said, huh? Like, who's Jesse Lee? <laughs> we were, we were like, all the family members were saying, oh, we always memorialized you and we always wanted the best and oh, prayed. You, were you Jesse Lee? Yeah. I ended up being Jesse Lee. Ashley, oh, aka shit. Jesse Lee. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And so Jessie. I was like, oh, maybe it was just, you know, they, they had to put a name to my life and, Maybe they knew all that time. Like I was just, you know, off and adopted and just having this great life. No. I then later found out after I got home and started reflecting on stuff that for 23 years, Mm -hmm. she told her family she quote unquote lost me. So for 23 years, this family was memorializing a Jesse dead Lee. Jesse Lee. So mm. that, that your name to them was Jesse Lee. I yes. was Jesse Lee. She, the mother said she crazy. lost Jesse Lee she, I was, until 23 years later. So they, yeah. That's crazy. That, so, so where did Ashley, Ashley come from? That's who her adopted That's what from my adoptive family. family. So, your mom That's actually, what's on my bar- so your mom actually named you Jesse Lee. They got her when she was a baby, bro. Right? Yeah, oh, so you said, yeah. My, but uh, her, biological her name was Jesse Lee. Yeah. So she played out this whole story. I, I never Jesse had a Lee. name until I was adopted. No, but so your far mom, as you know, at, on paper, never <laughs> oh, really had one. Right. So yeah. But your mom could have, yeah, that, that was your So name she was Jane Doe yeah. when her biological, or I'm sorry, her adoptive parents got her and was like, yo, yeah. you name your baby. All right, cool. Boom. Yep. So Jesse Lee had, quote unquote, died. Died. Until 23. And she had to approach her family and be like, listen, y'all, years. I lied. Jesse Lee ain't died. So yeah. did your mom admit that? Like, yeah, so she, finally like, she like, came clean about she didn't it. She I gave her up. Like, yeah. I've just been leading y'all astray this whole time for 23 years. That's probably a lot for her to deal with, too. Right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I applaud her to this day oh. for, like, <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> see, I told you I had a story. Um, but, you know, <laughs> like, up. I applaud her for the mere fact even that us. even though I was trying to do my best and, you know, why I spent a little bit of time, like, talking mm-hmm. about always being different like I never truly felt like I knew who I was until that moment of hearing that conversation so symbolically even though they thought I was dead I mean spiritually and who I was I mean in some sense I could say I was dead because I never really was living out Uh, who I could be so it was almost like a born again it was like my born again aha Mm, moment in life that's dope and so from that moment, it was like, well, why did you say that? Well, come to find out, um, my biological family grew up in Sharpsville, Indiana. It's the midway know. point between you Elwood. Never heard that in my life. Where? Elwood and Kokomo. Sharpsville. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what Elwood is. Yeah. I know where Elwood is because we go to 37. It takes me through Elwood when I'm going home to Maryland. Yeah. yeah. So the midway point between. That's straight like Clansville up in that joint. And to that point, my biological mom feared having uh, a mulatto, a colored child. Yeah, how was a black, half Hispanic, half black woman living in? Oh, no, no, no. That's that's my adoptive mom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, my, okay, your, my your, your biological, biological was white, Cherokee. But they go as white. They can go white. Yeah, they yeah. white. Yeah. Everybody says they got a little Indian. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Get but, that good hair. <laughs> good hair. But yeah, so um, she feared, even in the crazy context, 
that if they were to know I was alive, like how mm. much one she would be disowned as a family. Mm. And so all that time, she literally um, was like, okay, let me get ready to go. Oh, and then, okay. And so um, she thought the best way would be, okay, let me go ahead and give birth in Indianapolis. So at least it's more diverse. And every, it's the craziest thing because everything even in the warp reality that she prayed for, she got. I was placed in the most diverse family that was mixed. That's what she got. And you know what, man? And, and it's so um, ah, this is dope, Ashley, that you're bringing this up. So definitely like part two, but yeah, this is this is dope. Yeah, but damn, this is dope because we yeah we I really want to do a part two because this is a thing that I want to do because this podcast has been a lot of uh, therapy for me. Yeah, and a lot of the things that I went through in life. As I get older and as I start talking to people like yourself and um, the issues that I have with my mother mm -hmm. and the things that I went through growing up and the drug abuse and yeah. the seeing the physical abuse and everything like that, mm -hmm. I always have to go back. Because for forever, I had to look at and say, shame on you. You did this. You, mm -hmm. you, 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 you. Uh, my mother did this. This is why I'm this reason. This way I'm this way. When you had that live again experience at 23, it was like you were born again. Um, I've done that with this podcast. Yeah. So when I tell my story with my mother and I go back and edit and I hear this, a lot of times as I've gotten better and better at myself and, you know, and, and doing it with TC and with Candace and with Kelly, the mm -hmm. other, you know, other co-hosts I've had, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had to be like, I've had to step back and look at the whole situation. So... I've had to be like, yo, my mother had me at 18 years old. Okay. Yeah. Everything she went through in life, she had to grow and go through the roller coasters. Of, and a lot of times I was there getting the negative aspect of it. Just so for example, like your mm -hmm. mother, she lived in KKK land. <laughs> yes. How she going to show up to her family with a black baby? Yep. At that moment, she felt like she was making the right decision to say, hey, I cannot have this baby. Mm-hmm. Did she give a reason why she gave you away? Bro, because she was living she was, in KKK land yeah, as a white feared, woman having a black baby. That, that was literally her reason. <laughs> yes. Wow. So, so, so as a kid, as a person who was young, she thought mentally, I'm making the right decision. Yeah. Like, nah, I'm cool. And to protect me more, that's why she exactly. said she quote unquote lost me so they would never come to find me. And as a 18 year old kid having a baby, going through all the ups and downs in her life, how can I look at my mom and be like, you were wrong for that? If I had a kid at 18, think how many fuck ups you would have had with mm -hmm. that baby. So you believed her, you empathized with her. So, the, so. I, I don't want. Okay, so I don't want to. So we gonna do a part two. We have I, I to. Like, yeah. Okay, look, look, look. But just so like, like the, the full circle. The, so the part two to me should be the. So you want oh, what here? happened after that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, are you down with part two? Like, I'm down for part like, two. For real. Also, like, okay, what the but part, part two. two should be like the healing portion. Okay, yeah. so uh, you found all this. Uh, out of, uh, we got to. We have, have to. We okay, have what to. happened now? Did you connect with mom? So do, do we do have a relationship? So let me ask you a question, you TC. Hey, mm -hmm. do we do part one this week and part two next week? That's fine. I'm down. Okay. This is the first time ever in po at Stakes is High podcast uh, episode. This is the first okay. time we've ever did part one and part two. Yeah, yeah. Straight up. Ask you down? I'm down. Except, right. except, Let's stop it right except here. Except why do men cheat? 
But just, nah, that was no part. That was just. <laughs> but I do want to, I do want to at least say for part one uh, that I guess in oh. life there is the happily ever after. There is because yeah. I think sometimes in society we're so quick to just stay in the adversity and never see our outlet. Again, for 23 years, I never Bro. thought I would be able to be so whole and feel whole without any mask, all of that. So before we go in, so, we're going we're to end yeah. it because we're at 1.30, but let me ask you a question. So have you, like I just explained, I had to step back and put myself in my mother's shoes. I'm not making an excuse for her. Yeah. I'm not making an excuse because at the end of the day, I've seen 18 year old people become great parents. Yes. But I step back and put myself in her shoes and try to get an understanding. Have you done that? Yes. And I think that. Okay, stop there. Let's do part two. We start there. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Boom. All right. So so that's Be the like, question. Yes. And I'm gonna read okay. All right. <laughs> oh man, we, this is dope. I like this. Yeah, I like yeah. part two. Part two with Ashley. Yeah. We gotta get back next week. Uh next Wednesday. This is Wednesday. Next Wednesday, we're gonna have a part two. For sure. That's keep dope. It, I've never done rolling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um all right, Ashley, you committed to part two. So you gotta come back with us. Sounds good. Bet. Dope. I'm with it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, TC, where can they find us before we go? At Stasis High Pod. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All of our episodes you can find on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or interested in being a guest on the show, please shoot us an email at stasishighpod at gmail.com. Chill. Chill. Man, this is going to be part one of uh, the Ashley story. This is uh, dope. Yeah. yeah. It's like a Lifetime movie. Yeah. It is. <laughs> I, I told y'all I want to write a book. I really need to, This is, this the, is the intro of your book right here. Yeah. And I think I'm really appreciative of it, too, because I'm learning it's okay to speak it. Okay. Because yeah. for the longest time, I used to internalize it. Oh, yeah. I used to internalize Yo, it. Yo. And yeah. we got to talk about that point where you thought it was. Oh, never mind. Let's get out of here, man. Yeah. We got, <laughs> we're going to bring it back. We're going to bring it back. All right. Everybody, thank you for listening. Please tune in next week. We're going to have part two of the Ashley story. I don't even know if that's going to. Maybe that's our episode. Uh, that, that could be our episode. Yeah. yeah. Ashley story. Okay. All right. <laughs> Come back next week. We will have part two. And, um, you know, continue to tell the story and more of the healing and yeah, the process. Yeah. Hopefully this is going to help someone out there who's dealing with something. For real. We'll mm-hmm. go from there. All right. Stakes Aside Podcast. Peace. Peace.